my name's Felix Thompson and I'm a reporter at GTR. Industry figures have long voiced concerns about the lack of investment in people at the early stages of their careers in the trade finance industry and say the sector may not be able to evolve in the same way as the rest of the world of trade. While there have been efforts from industry bodies to attract and nurture the next generation of trade finance professionals, more work needs to be done to increase the proportion and visibility of young talent in the business, which will ultimately drive its future growth. In today's episode of the GTR Trade Insights podcast, we have Puya Jafari, Vice President for Trade Innovation at SNBC and Chairperson of the ITFA Emerging Leaders Initiative. We'll be speaking a bit about his role as Chair of the initiative, as well as the reported talent gap in the trade finance industry. A big welcome to the podcast, Puya. Hi, Felix. Thanks for having me. So there have been long-standing concerns over trade finance generation and knowledge gap. Why is this? And to what extent do you think these risks remain within the industry? First of all, the industry doesn't really have a standard traditional entry pathway. If you want to work in, say, M&A, sales and trading, audits or consulting, the entry path is pretty clear. Go to university, join the right student societies on campus, apply for specific summer internships and join the industry at analyst level. Uh, And if you've worked in another industry already, go do an MBA and join the associate level. If you want to be a trade financier, however, it's not that straightforward. There are very few, if any, trade finance internships or entry-level roles. So you could technically apply to a corporate banking internship or graduate role at a bank, and they might place you in trade finance. And that's probably how most people start out. But those jobs are far and few between. And as an organization, you're essentially betting that these people um, will be passionate about and choose to stay in an industry that they didn't necessarily choose to enter themselves. Uh, Other pathways to entry are even more random because entry-level jobs tend to pop up too seldomly for anyone to base their career plan around applying for those positions. Um, So let's call that the supply side of the model. But we also need to speak openly about whether young people actually want these jobs. My view is that they don't because they don't know they exist, or at least they don't know what the jobs involve. Um, Trade finance is not taught in business and finance courses at university, and except for a handful of scandals in the last year, it's not something they would have read about in the news. And that lack of awareness before they enter the workforce is a huge obstacle to attracting the best and the brightest to the industry because they'll already have chosen to go into other fields. Now, couple this lack of a clear entry pathway and lack of awareness with the fact that the number of jobs has been declining for years as well. Um, The main reason for that is, of course, that those who do manage to enter the sector quickly learn that it's extremely interesting and rewarding, so they don't actually leave. And with some banks downsizing the trade finance division and, you know, hiring levels slowing down following the financial crisis and now the COVID-19 pandemic, there's an oversupply of experienced people without fresh talent entering the sector uh, each year. As far as how this affects the trade finance industry in the long run, I think it's a huge risk because trade finance is already a complex sector that requires um, people who understand supply chains, credit, cross-border legal and regulatory matters. They need to be good commercially. And increasingly, we also need to understand advanced 
uh, technological development. So developing main, you know, domain-specific expertise in all these different areas takes years. And frankly, the skills are not really transferable from other industries. So the last thing I'll point out regarding this is that we're not talking about some hypothetical problem that will hit the industry years from now. Uh, in the 2020 ICC Global Survey on Trade Finance, more than 50% of banks responded that they found it more difficult to attract trade finance talent in 2019 compared to 2018. And the same survey pointed out that the talent gap has been a concern for over a decade and is now systemic to the industry. What was your own experience of starting out in the trade finance sector, Peter? Were there significant hurdles? I actually realized quite early on as a student that I wanted to work in trade. And I went through the very frustrating process of trying to find job opportunities that seemed relevant. Um, what really attracted me to trade was specifically that it was so multifaceted. You've got all these players involved, manufacturers and producers, importers, logistics providers, funders, insurers, lawyers, and so on. And when I was looking for a job, I wanted to do something uh, at the time that focused specifically on the risks involved with this type of work. And I managed to find my way into the trade credit insurance team at the large insurance company. Um, I was in a graduate program, so I worked across several teams, uh, but there was one team specifically focusing on trade finance uh, in the context of trade credit insurance that uh, I was drawn to and ended up joining after the graduate program. And when I think back to that time, I appreciate how incredibly lucky I got that there were a few people who made things happen for me and helped me get to where I wanted. And I think that without that luck and the attention I got from some of my senior colleagues, I probably wouldn't have stayed in the industry very long, precisely because there were significant hurdles. Um, and the main hurdle was how unbelievably confusing the industry felt. It was so difficult to learn about all the products, understand who all the players are, figure out what skills you need to be successful. And for a millennial who's grown up with the ability to Google any question imaginable, it was quite bizarre that there were no comprehensive resources to get answers to my questions. So that was actually the motivation for starting my website, tradeexplain.com, uh, which I started a few years after joining the industry. On uh, Trade Explain, there are now interviews with experts across all areas of trade. And at least now there's one resource that's specifically aimed at newcomers to the industry that's completely free. Um, another hurdle I faced was that the industry seemed very siloed which is true unless you're in a role that allows you to develop your network or you're able to attend industry events. So as a junior trade professional, you don't necessarily feel like staying in the industry is a viable option if you want to progress your career outside of your current organization. I saw so many of my peers leave the industry when in theory, the industry should have been able to offer them what they were looking for. And so what do you think can be done to ensure that these talented young graduates become interested in, or like you're saying, people are turning away? How do you ensure that they don't turn away from trade finance? If you look at other sectors in financial services, they've perfected the recruitment process to get the type of candidates they look for. And they have advanced training programs that all new graduates follow. Um, my impression of some trade finance organizations is that they have this old school mentality where you need to pay your dues for half a decade before you get to do anything interesting. And that's pretty much a guaranteed way of losing 100% of your talented staff. And once the word spreads about your culture, no one um, really wants to be applying to work there in the first place either. 
So I think the leaders in the industry need to get behind the idea that early career development means not only getting entry-level people through the door, uh, but also training them once they're in. Uh, by now, there are uh, quite a decent range of training courses available, but I don't see a lot of people actually completing them, and they're often quite expensive, so you really need the full support of your employer as well. Another thing the industry needs to get behind is the idea that young people have something to bring to the table as well. So an easy example is the focus on sustainability and ESG, which is something virtually every young person pays close attention to and wants to contribute to. And if you can get young people involved in that type of work early in their careers, that's a win-win both for the organization and the young professional, especially because that's a crucial element in terms of where the industry is heading. Another area is tech, which is you know, by far the single most important part of any trade finance organization uh, preparation for the future and something young graduates love to work with. Th those are some examples of specific work graduates would probably enjoy working on. But in general, it's just about making the exciting parts of the industry available to as many people as early in their careers as possible. Um, at SMBC, where I currently work, I see this incredible commitment to young people by the management. And it's really clear how that benefits the organization. So graduates who come in get involved with important projects quite literally from day one. They're constantly challenged and asked to take a lead on the work they're doing. And their pace of progression in terms of skill sets and confidence is quite astonishing, uh, especially when I compare them to some other graduates I've seen up close who became completely disillusioned with their career choice and can't wait to escape the industry, frankly. And Puya, recently you were elected as chairperson of ITFA's Emerging Leaders Initiative. What purpose does the committee serve and what are your responsibilities in the role? Yeah, Felix, um, the Emerging Leaders Committee is really the jewel in the crown of the trade finance industry. And I'm incredibly excited that I get to be part of it and develop the initiative further. We're a group of around 15 people who lead ITFA's Emerging Leaders Initiative, which encompasses a wide range of different activities. And we're a community of approximately 200 people across the world. Uh, our main job is to generate awareness of trade finance to prospective and early stage trade finances and help bridge the gap between early stage and experienced professionals in the industry. Um, and because of the vacuum I've talked about today, we see ourselves as a main body responsible for stepping in and fostering the next generation of trade financiers. Uh, to achieve that, we carry out a lot of different activities. First of all, we organize a mentorship program called the Martin Asher uh, Mentorship Program. With this program, we bring together experienced mentors who are leaders in the industry and we pair them with newcomers who want to enter or develop within the industry. And having, having a mentor at that early stage is so important. And sometimes it can be really helpful to have someone from outside of your organization who can take an objective view and give unbiased advice. We also host regular events focused on technical and soft skills. And of course, networking events that allow young people to meet like-minded trade finance professionals. Um, trade finance events tend to be rather pricey and they're rarely open to junior staff. So uh, the fact that our events are always free, uh, they've become a staple part of the industry. The most advanced players in the field uh, have also picked up on this and they actually use our events and our community as a recruitment venue. Another one of our initiatives is an annual competition where we invite emerging leaders to submit a project that is of value to the industry. Uh, the project can take any form. It could be an article, a video, or whatever else could add value. And the winner gets to attend the ITFA conference for free and present the project to the entire conference. 
the competition is currently in its third year, so anyone listening is very much encouraged to either participate or ask emerging leaders in your organization to make a contribution. And finally, we also work with several universities to generate awareness. And in some cases, we provide actual academic teaching at Bayes Business School, formerly CAS. We actually run an entire module on trade finance for master's students. Um, and education provided by actual practitioners is such a source after rarity among those who really want to enter the industry. So we'll keep building out our activities in this space as well. Uh, but most importantly, though, we're a community of friends who share a passion for the, the world of trade. Great stuff, Priya, and a big thanks for coming on the podcast. And to our listeners, if you're keen to read more about the need for the trade finance industry to overcome the talent gap, head to our news site and read an article written on the topic last year by our editorial director, Shannon Manders. Once again, a big thanks for listening. We'll be back with another episode of the GCR Trade Insights podcast soon.